Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Sister Wives with Mary Jane Kay. Today I'm doing a quick bonus episode requested by a viewer, Elizabeth. I don't know if she would want me to put her full name, so I'm just going to say Elizabeth. She had a wonderful suggestion for me to take on. I'm going to be comparing and analyzing the wives' reactions to Cody picking Robin's dress versus the wives' reactions to Tony being involved with helping McKelty pick her wedding dress. For reference, we see the wives' reaction to Cody picking Robin's dress with her before Robin staged a fake wedding dress shopping experience with her sister wives in Season 1, Episode 6, A Fourth Bride-to-Be. In confessional, on the couch with Cody and the wives and Robin, he says proudly that he has a bomb he's dropping today, and he says, you'll love this one. Christine says, wow, do it now, not knowing what Cody's going to say. And Cody announces with pride, I picked the dress. Christine is shocked, her tone changes, and she asks Cody, did you really? And Cody affirms, yes, he picked Robin's dress. And Robin looks uncomfortable, she knows it's bad, and Cody explains that he and Robin went to Lisa's bridal and they were looking at the dresses together, and Robin went and picked out a dress, and Cody thought, holy cow, it's like he'd seen it in his dreams, you know? And at this revelation, Janelle looks off in the distance like she's on autopilot mode, Christine looks pissed, Mary looks neutral, and Robin is smiling. Christine says, thanks, that's just nice to do, and she is completely fed up. Cody says he thinks it's important, he doesn't think it's fair that he not be involved in it. Was he as involved and invested with Mary, Janelle, and Christine? Because I think that's the issue here. With his other wives, he probably couldn't care less. Then Robin deceived the wives by pretending to bond with them and take them along to help her find her wedding dress when she and Cody had gone alone previous to this and looked at dresses and picked one. Cody wanted to be there with Robin. He cared. He was invested in Robin being pleased and finding the perfect dress. And I think particularly Christine can see it wasn't the same with her and Cody wasn't invested. He didn't give a fuck with Robin. He gives all the fucks in the world and it hurts. Cody says it's fair and important for him to be involved with Robin in the wedding and dress and the whole nine yards. Christine asks Cody when the groom is ever involved with the wedding dress. Customarily, it's bad luck and dress shopping is typically done with friends, bridesmaids, mothers, aunts, sisters, etc., but not the groom. And even on the wedding day, it's supposedly bad luck for the groom to see the bride in the dress before the wedding. I think the issue is Cody has had no interest with the other wives. He just didn't care at all what they decided to do and he wasn't invested. He didn't care to be involved at all. And with Robin, he really wants to be there. He's fully invested in every part of the process, and it's different to what his other wives got from Cody and experienced. Christine tells Cody, like you cared what I wore at all on our wedding? Christine says, that wasn't even, you didn't even care. Christine says, it's not cool. And Mary asks, it's kind of a slap in the face? And Christine says, yes, it's not cool, Cody. Janelle says she wasn't really emotionally involved with any of the dresses, but she even admits it's just weird that Cody picked the dress. Christina's upset and she asks to be done, please. And she gets up, she takes her mic off, she needs a minute. Cody tells Christine she doesn't have to do this this way, as if Christine needing a moment is absurd. Christine tells Cody she just needs a couple of minutes, please. And Mary tells Cody to just let Christine take some time if she needs it. That's okay. Later, everyone sits back down to continue filming the confessional scene. And Janelle says, for her, she felt betrayed because Robin was very quiet about what dress 
She picked what her dress looked like, and it was this thing of choosing a dress with Robin that the wives had all done together, and all of a sudden, Cody said it wasn't really a for real, authentic experience. Janelle says it took her back, obviously, but it was funny because of how excited Cody was to announce that he's the one that picked the dress. Cody is so insensitive, and Robin as well. They are equally as manipulative and toxic. Cody was so proud to announce he picked his soulmate's dress, knowing he had no interest with the other wives, wedding planning at all, and he didn't give a fuck. His ego wanted to boast about having the experience of picking Robin's dress, so he outed it thinking he'll look like a superstar fiancé when it hurt his other wives who got different treatment with their weddings. Cody only thought of himself, his ego, and Robin. He never considered the pain he would cause. He knew it was a bomb to drop, and he announced it proudly with no compassion or sensitivity to his wives. Robin also faked a dress shopping experience, which is a classic tradition, in order to have a classic bonding moment with Cody's wives and to make them feel special to her when it was a deceit and betrayal, and she had gone with Cody to pick the actual dress beforehand. So both ways, it's a betrayal from Robin and Cody, and Robin used the dress shopping experience to try and manipulate the wives into feeling like their opinions were valued and they mattered to her. And they bonded in helping her pick a dress when it was all a lie. And Cody picked the dress and Cody could care less with his other wives about what dress they picked or about their wedding or about the wedding planning for them. Christine tells Cody it wasn't funny the way he announced the news and she told Cody he looked like an idiot. Cody always looks like an idiot and an asshole in my opinion. But this was very insensitive as usual. Robin chimes in that it wasn't funny to her either. It was something she had asked Cody to not share with anybody and to keep their private secret. From the wives and all. Robin wanted to protect both experiences of wedding dress shopping with the wives and shopping with Cody. So she didn't feel it was necessary for Mary, Janelle, or Christine to know the truth that Cody picked the dress. It's because Robin knew Cody never was involved or cared about picking the dresses with his other wives and she knew Mary, Christine, and Janelle perceived it as a bonding experience that was important and shared with Robin. And if they found out it was fake, they'd know it was a manipulation. And Robin wanted the wives to be manipulated, believing it was real so she could keep her brownie points with them. And now Cody has unraveled that and the wives can see Robin is capable of manipulation. Robin even admits she didn't want them to know. Cody says he is sorry because he got excited about something and it was just stupid. He says this was just one of those times where you just do the wrong thing. Like all the time, 24-7 for Cody would be one of those times he just stupidly does the wrong thing. Christine says she can put this in a nutshell. Every woman is insane and every man is in fact an idiot. Goes on to say that at times a guy can be a different type of idiot, but also what makes their dynamic more insane is that in one moment, Cody can be a different kind of idiot to each of his wives. Christine put that very well. Cody says this has been painful to sit here. He's feeling almost numb, he says. He says he guesses he could be less of a chump and more of a man. Christine tells Cody he can step it up. He's chosen this. All his wives have chosen him, and they all expect more. She tells Cody he has what it takes, and that's why they chose him. That aged like milk. Clearly not. Christine, as we know, is now divorced, and she decided Cody does not have what it takes. Christine tells Cody she needs him to step it up because he can, and she asks him, okay? She says she will step it up too for Robin, and she promises to that. Robin cries, and she says she will step it up for Christine too, and Christine reaffirms that she will step it up as well. Cody doesn't promise to be better. He just says, all right. He tells Christine, 
please be forgiving. And she tells Cody, please be patient. Cody says it's a good time to make a request if anybody else of his wives has one because he is going to say yes to make up for stepping in it. Next, I'm going to contrast another groom helping pick out a brown's wedding dress. This time the bride is McKelty and the groomzilla helping pick the dress is Tony. The wives weren't too happy the groom was accompanying the bride and her entourage of moms, sisters, and friends to give his input. I'm going to be referencing Season 12, Episode 2, titled Groomzilla. I'm not covering the whole episode. I will, of course, in the future when we get to Season 12. It's a great episode, and I look forward to covering it in the future. Today, I'm just covering McKelty's wedding dress shopping experience and the wives' reaction to Tony being there when it's not customary for the groom to be deeply involved with the bride picking the dress with her loved ones, and it's seen as bad luck to see the bride in her dress before the wedding. But not for Tony, and not for Cody. Tony was also very invested in all of the wedding details. He suggested and got life-size pinatas of himself and McKelty as bride and groom to do a Mexican tradition. And at the wedding, the life-size pinatas of McKelty and Tony were bashed by their partner. So McKelty bashed Tony's pinata and Tony bashed McKelty's pinata to get the candy spilled out. Tony also picked some of the cake flavors and he was also very involved with picking McKelty's wedding dress. Tony was also very involved in picking all of the food. As we recall, he wanted street tacos and Mexican weddings are definitely huge. They're a family affair. And Cody was very skeptical when Tony said that they would need 4,000 street tacos at least. And Tony was actually right. In the end, there weren't enough. And Cody thought 4,000 street tacos seemed outrageous when it actually wasn't. So let's get into McKelty picking her dress. Christine is so excited and animated about going to pick dresses for McKelty. She mentions that all the moms are going. Aspen is going as the maid of honor. Mindy is going. Anna, McKelty's friend from school, is going. And Christine, her whole tone changes, and she says unenthusiastically, and then Tony's coming. Her whole facial expression changes. The mother of the bride is not too pleased with Groomzilla Tony joining in on this special experience. Isabel tells McKelty Tony shouldn't come. She says McKelty shouldn't see Tony's tux and Tony shouldn't see McKelty's wedding dress. Christine asks if Isabel thinks Tony should wait to see McKelty's dress until she walks down the aisle. Christine agrees. She tells Isabel she is with her totally. She isn't with Tony joining. McKelty interjects, wait, wait, wait. Christine says in confessional she isn't very happy Tony is coming, honestly. She says frustratedly, I don't think he should be there. She says there should be that reveal thing when the groom is standing at the front of the altar and then the bride walks down the aisle with her dad. Christine says Tony and McKelty aren't going to have any of that. In my opinion, Christine probably feels like Tony is interfering and that that will take away from this monumental mother-daughter moment of helping her daughter pick her dress. And it takes away also from the fairy tale wonder of the groom seeing his beautiful bride for the first time hair done, made up, decked out in her wedding dress, taking his breath away. Because the groom has never seen his bride in her dress before, typically. McKelty says, what if Tony sees the dress and hates the dress? She says Tony is extremely opinionated and very honest. McKelty says Tony will tell her on her wedding day if he doesn't like the dress. Isabel says that's rude. Tony says it's traditional or there's this idea for some reason that the bride and groom shouldn't see each other on the day of the wedding and you shouldn't see each other's clothes. Tony thinks it's weird and dubious. Anna, McKelty's friend, suggests 
what if Tony picks a top five that he likes, like the top five dresses he likes, and then McKelty can still choose the actual dress from Tony's five approved dresses, so it would still kind of be a surprise. Tony says if there's five that he likes, he seems doubtful that he'd even find five dresses from his tone. Tony says people say it's bad luck for the groom to see the bride in her dress or the dress itself before the wedding day, and he doesn't think that's true. He says people say a rabbit's foot is good luck, and he doesn't think there is anything good about a dead rabbit's foot. Tony is driving, and Christine sits up front, and Bride McKelty has to pile in the back of the van because Christine says it's her car, and she and Tony are bonding. Christine says in confessional, she has told them over and over and over she is not a fan of this. It's the least romantic thing she has ever heard of in her entire life. She says that it's just dumb. The theme of Tony and McKelty's wedding is going to be Mexican vintage, so they can mix McKelty's vintage style and culture with Tony's Mexican culture. So they're going to try and find a vintage-looking dress. Tony says now he gets to see McKelty in tons of dresses instead of just one, so it's win-win. And McKelty says it's a good way to put it. I think McKelty knows Tony will be a prick if he dislikes her choice of wedding dress, and he seems very opinionated to the point of slight control, so she wants to please him, and she wants no issues. She wants Tony's approval, and Tony probably insists on sanctioning what his bride wears, and in my opinion, that's kind of controlling. I think it's weird that he wants to be there. He can't just trust McKelty and let her pick what she wants and be happy that she is even marrying him, but that's just my opinion. With Cody, I don't really think it was a control thing of him picking Robin's dress. He was very in love and infatuated, and Robin probably wanted to involve him. I don't feel it was a matter of Robin worrying about if Cody would approve or some type of control thing. I think Cody was invested and Robin was equally invested, and they both wanted to be there, and it wasn't some type of control or approval thing. In my opinion, if McKelty really wants Tony there, it's fine, but it does seem like a little bit of a control thing, like McKelty has to make sure that Tony approves of the dress and likes it because if he dislikes it, he will be rude and mention it at the wedding because he's opinionated. If McKelty really wants this, it's her choice, but I do think that this isn't about Tony's investment in wedding planning. It's so things turn out exactly to his liking and Tony's presence there and strong opinions take away from Christine's experience with her daughter, in my opinion. It's weird, but if McKelty values Tony's approval and opinion and he seems to not trust her choices and that's their mutual choice together that he be there, then fine. I would never want this at all. It's a dress on my body, so I'll pick what I like and I'm very opinionated myself. Like, I'd want to go alone or maybe with one or two people and pick my dress and my husband can just be happy I'm marrying him at all. It's not something for him to approve or have input if it's my body. It's my dress, the way I want to style my hair, and my experience. But if McKelty wants Tony there, that's her decision and she has that right. Christine says hello as the bride's mom to Annette the shopkeeper and she introduces McKelty as the bride and McKelty automatically defers to Tony. She says this is my fiance Tony though and she points to him and defers to him as if he's the main focal point of the group as if he's almost the bride. Janelle asks Annette is it weird that the groom is here for the dress thing? Annette the shopkeeper says it doesn't happen all that often to be honest with you. In confessional Janelle says she doesn't know why Tony is here. Christine says she doesn't like that Tony is here either. 
I think the wives kind of feel like this is some weird control thing with Tony where McKelty has to get Tony's approval and that McKelty may pick a dress to please Tony rather than pick what she prefers. And I think it also takes away from McKelty's special experience of what would be typical in picking the dress of her dreams as the bride with her moms, sisters, and friends. Mary says it isn't completely unheard of. She knows the groom helps pick the dress on occasion. She says it doesn't happen as often as the groom not being there, though. I wonder if Mary is referencing Cody picking Robin's dress, but I honestly believe that was a mutual lovey-dovey thing, and Robin wanted to do that with Cody, like her trying dresses for him was making it very real and stirring up all that emotion between them, making it a soulmate, lovey, bonding experience. I don't think with Cody it was really a control thing and him having to put his stamp of approval on the dress. With Tony, it feels more like it's a control thing or him not trusting McKelty's choices and insisting on approval or input, so it's as he likes. I think if Robin wanted to marry Cody in a brown paper sack and it was her dream dress, Cody wouldn't say no. Not that Robin would ever choose that, nor should she. McKelty says the majority of her moms are very traditional. Tony says he thinks it's fun and interesting to challenge ideas and norms. He thinks it's healthy for everyone to have someone like him. Tony admits that sounds really prideful. I think Tony is goofy and eccentric, but I think he does have a slight ego, and he likes the cameras too, for sure. In my opinion, I don't buy that most men in heterosexual relationships care deeply or want to touch the bridal dress picking day with a 10-foot pole. Most men don't want to be there at all. With Cody, he loved Robin so much. He was all heart eyes. It wasn't about approval or control. With Tony, he can make every excuse, like he's challenging norms, he doesn't believe it's bad luck, whatever. He wants to be a diva. He doesn't trust McKelty. He wants the ultimate approval, and to make sure it's addressed, he wants his bride in. And I know that's just my opinion, and I could be wrong, but that's just how I feel and the impression that I get, and I totally could be wrong. I think Tony likes the limelight a lot as well. Tony says he thinks occasionally it's healthy to have someone that challenges your ideas. Everyone is allowed to pick dresses for McKelty to try, and McKelty wants lacy, chic, or A-line, or fit and flair. Tony asks what fit and flair means. He doesn't know. McKelty asks Tony what kind of dress he thinks she would look good in. His answer is, dude, I don't know. So why is he there? He doesn't know bride dress technical terms, he says. All the wives agree a vintage-style dress seems like McKelty. Tony is noping every dress he looks at on the hangers on the rack. One gets a maybe. One, he says, looks like a sandwich. And it's funny, according to Tony, because it's a strapless dress where the cleavage would go, um, where the cleavage would go is like indented outward, pushed outward, and it's on a hanger. So it looks odd, but on a human being filling out the dress, it would look normal. Tony obviously knows nothing about this. He just wants to be a diva and he wants to give his stamp of approval. Christine shows Tony a dress and she asks Tony if she thinks McKelty will like it. And he doesn't know if she will like the bling on the dress. Tony says McKelty doesn't like glittery stuff. Christine agrees that Tony is right. McKelty doesn't like glittery stuff. Janelle says she is always amazed. She says it's interesting to her because most grooms wouldn't know this much about their bride's style preferences. Janelle admits... Tony crazy knows McKelty. Tony says McKelty doesn't like glitter because it makes her boobs shine. Then he says he's kidding. He doesn't know if that's why. Christine asks, why is that a problem? Robin asks, well, why not show off what you've got? 
and she snaps her fingers sassily. Janelle says Tony doesn't soften his words at all. He's blunt. He just says it as it is. Robin says Tony brings out her naughty side. Tony says Robin is the advocate of push-up bras. And she asks, what did you say? And Tony says he didn't say anything. Then Robin runs across the store and goes after Tony and grabs him saying, what did you say, Tony? They have a very odd, playful type of relationship. Tony says she's the advocate of push-up bras everywhere. Tony and Robin interact very oddly. And I know, I mean, I'm sure they're not flirting. I know that's not what it is, but it almost seems like there's some kind of like just teasing each other. I don't want to use the word flirting because I don't want it to be misconstrued, but Tony and Robin just interact very oddly. Robin says, of course, she's an advocate of push-up bras. And Christine says, the girls should shine. McKelty asks Tony if he even knows what a push-up bra is. And Tony says, it's the bra that pushes up your boobs to make them look more perky or whatever. And he asks, is perky the right word? Annette, the shop lady, says, in the 10 years the store has been open, a groom has helped pick the dress for the bride maybe 10 times in 10 years. But generally, groom involvement doesn't happen. McKelty says it's good to have a lot of moms involved with the wedding because they all have their own experiences and it's more women to help support her. And Tony shakes his head, no, he disagrees. He thinks one mom is great and having three more can add complications, added emotions, add a lot of different opinions. I wonder if that's because it obscures Diva Tony from having the loudest, strongest opinion of all on all of the wedding plans. McKelty comes out in her first dress. It's absolutely gorgeous on McKelty. And Tony makes it known he picked this dress. Christine loves dress number one. Tony says if McKelty walked down the aisle, he'd be like, dang. And the wives are laughing. Janelle is glad at least Tony provides comic relief. Christine says Tony loves and lusts McKelty. Robin says it's a good thing that Cody isn't there. Robin explains in their faith they are supposed to be modest to their wrists, have higher necklines, and have no back showing. Janelle says the Brown daughters aren't choosing to embrace a faith that requires that modesty. Mary asks Tony if he will know what dress McKelty decides on or if he is just looking at all the options. Tony says he'll know for sure the dress. Mary asks what Tony's surprise will be when McKelty walks down the aisle since he'll know the dress. And Tony says he'll say man taking in how good McKelty looks in her dress. McKelty prefers the second dress because it has less sparkles than the first and she automatically asks Tony what he thinks. It's very clear that his opinion is even more important than her own. He likes this dress too, but he prefers dress number one, his pick. But he assures McKelty dress number two that she likes works for him if she prefers less sparkles. Christine says if Tony just thinks the dress will work, Tony doesn't like it and it doesn't work. Robin says if Tony is going to be at their party, they get to heckle him and that's how it works. The wives and Tony discuss how there will be a life-size bride and groom pinata to resemble Tony and McKelty as bride and groom, and Tony will bash McKelty's pinata, and McKelty will have at it with Tony's pinata as part of the wedding festivities. They are still going to do the cake, though, and Tony tells everyone, as McKelty is trying on a dress, that McKelty's face will be stuffed with cake during the cake eating, and McKelty will be really mad. And Robin tells Tony she thinks it's tacky to sit and shove cake in each other's face. Tony asks what the word tacky means. He has no idea what it means, and Robin has to explain it's bad, like in bad taste. Tony says shoving of cake is totally acceptable in Mexican culture. McKelty says Tony uses the I'm Mexican and this is how I was raised line 
all of the time, but most of the time he uses it, it's because it's actually true. She asks Tony not to put cake in her face, and he says, maybe it won't happen. McKelty's third dress is perfect. It's beautiful, vintage. It's not sparkly. It suits McKelty beautifully. All the moms agree it looks Mexican vintage. McKelty loves it. It's her favorite dress. But Tony likes it without the weird nutty stuff, and he takes objection to it. He says this dress screams old England white woman, whatever that means. McKelty says it's her favorite dress. Her friends all love it. Her sister loves it. All of the moms love it. Just Tony has objections. Janelle tells Tony she is sorry he doesn't like the top, but she thinks it's elegant. Christine asks, you don't like it, Tony? Tony says he really likes it if he could just cut out the sheer top of the dress. Christine tells Tony he's not taking scissors to the dress, so even though everyone but Tony saw the dress as the favorite in unison, it was on to the next dress. Aspen tells the shopkeeper to keep the dress out as a maybe, and Christine seconds that, saying, keep it out for when Tony isn't talking. McKelty was beaming and everyone absolutely loved it, but Tony had to interject. And I really was annoyed watching McKelty not choose her favorite that everyone loved for Tony's sake. I tell my fiance to F off if I found a dress that fits so perfectly in all aspects and looks beautiful. I tell him to deal with it. I'm picking what I like best on my wedding day, on my body as well. Tony went against everyone, the best friend, McKelty herself, Aspen, and all four moms. So McKelty tried another dress, and it really got under my skin that Tony has this type of control and can't just give in a little. It has to be an ego trip or a control thing. I really don't understand this level of involvement and insistence on approval of the dress. I think Tony should want his bride happy above his personal preferences. I just don't like this, to be honest. McKelty says, as she has been trying dresses, she will come out to show everyone and everyone shoves their opinion at her and tells her what they think before she even gets to see the dress on herself in the mirror. So when she does see the dress in the mirror, she doesn't know what to think about it anymore because everyone has already given their opinion. So McKelty has a plan. She puts on a dress that doesn't suit her and before anyone says anything, Aspen asks her, what does McKelty think about this? She says this is her favorite dress and everyone is like, oh, really? Wondering why she likes the dress at all because it doesn't suit her very much. Christine tells McKelty she doesn't like the dress at all. Mariah notices that the dress doesn't fit McKelty right because it's not her size and all the other dresses that McKelty tried were her size. McKelty admits that dress isn't her favorite. She doesn't like the dress at all. She is just teasing everyone because she is fed up. She's annoyed at everyone, shouting their opinions before she can even look at the dress and give her opinion first and then hear everyone else's opinions. McKelty asks Tony to go pick a new dress. Tony mentions he rejected McKelty's idea of a 50s hairstyle and McKelty wants to wear her hair up in a 50s hairstyle. Robin asks McKelty is wearing her hair down for the wedding day? Why is Tony picking the way McKelty wears her hair? I would never be having it. I don't care if the groom picks the men's outfits or his own outfit or helps with the venue choice and the food and the cake, even the invitation, but picking the bride's dress and hairstyle is a bit much. It seems a little bit too controlling or like Tony wishes he could be the bride himself. He's being a diva. Most men wouldn't go this far to the point where it affects what McKelty would hope for as the bride herself. Tony tells Robin McKelty will be wearing her hair down. Anna asked why Tony rejected the 50s hairstyle McKelty wants. Robin asks Tony, you turned it down? 
Janelle and Robin think McKelty would look beautiful with her hair up in the 50s style that she wanted. Robin says now she and Tony are going to go at it. I feel like McKelty wants to please Tony, even if it means ignoring her own wishes. And I think Tony should just feel grateful McKelty wants to marry him at all. Tony should allow McKelty to feel as though however she wants to wear her dress, whatever dress she wants, that he will be pleased with her hair and dress however she likes. Allow her to feel confident in that, that he will support her regardless of what she chooses, that she will look beautiful. This is too much, and I'm glad Robin at this point is trying to step in if I'm going to be honest. And if I was McKelty or McKelty's mom or anyone there, I really would just put my foot down with the hairstyle and dress. It's McKelty's body. It's McKelty's head of hair. And it's her wedding day as the bride, and she's dreamt about this, I'm sure, since she was a little girl. She should pick how she likes her hair, and she should pick how she likes her dress. She wanted 50s hair, and Tony said, no, it will be down. This is control, or maybe Tony dreams of being the bride, and he is living his bridal dreams vicariously through McKelty. Tony says McKelty went on Pinterest, and she showed him 30 hairstyles, and she asked Tony to pick which one he liked. Tony says, freaking Robin during confessional, and he says she wants McKelty's hair to be like this 50s lady, like English spy kind of thing, and it's weird. I think it's weird that uh, Tony is getting so involved in this. Robin says, when you wear your hair down at a wedding, it's not a good idea. It goes down because you sweat and it doesn't look good. And Tony disagrees. He says it looks amazing. My issue is the bride wanted a 50s updo and Tony forbid it and is telling her her hair should be down and it's not what she wants. She is foregoing what she wants for Tony. So Robin, thankfully at this point, is trying because I think she knows how Tony is and she is fighting for McKelty, who is just pleasing Tony. Everything seems to be what Tony wants, as if he is the bride. Tony insists McKelty will look good, even if she has her hair down. They've sweated and danced before, and he knows, hair down, she will look good. Tony tells McKelty he thinks her hair looks amazing when she has it all down. She looks great with her hair all the way down. McKelty tells Tony when she puts her hair up, she thinks it looks really good. It looks better that way. She likes it that way. McKelty likes her hair up better, and she, she likes it that way, and she says especially depending on what style you put it up in. There are a lot of different styles for updos that you can do, and it looks very elegant, and she likes that. Tony tells McKelty this one's tough. It's not tough. McKelty should do her hair however she likes as the bride, and Tony should accept that. Robin tells Tony he's fun to argue with. Robin says she is comfortable with Tony because she and Tony have had very deep conversations before and she can see where his heart is even though he pushes buttons. He has a good heart. He's a good guy who is deep, Robin says. Finally, McKelty comes out in a dress she loves and everyone loves the dress too and Tony likes the dress. McKelty immediately defers to Tony and she asks Tony what he thinks and she asks Tony if it's his favorite dress. He says yes to the dress, and she says, good, this is the dress, and everyone is excited and celebrates. Tony says the dress is everything they both wanted. Christine says Annette, the shop lady, actually picked this dress for McKelty before McKelty ever walked into the store just based on their phone conversation about McKelty's preferences. Christine says this is the dress, and Tony loves and adores McKelty, and he worships her, and she is happy McKelty is getting married. I know Tony isn't a bad guy, and I can tell Tony and McKelty have eccentric, quirky personalities that really complement each other, and I can see a lot of love there. 
I don't think Tony is a nefarious character. I want to make that clear. I don't think he's a nefarious character by any means. I think Tony is eccentric and fun. I can tell he cares deeply for McKelty. I did find it interesting that Robin was unhappy with Tony being there when Cody picked her dress. But I also do feel like Tony was a bit over the top and a diva. His insistence on wanting his way, like with the way McKelty did her hair, the dress, etc., was a little bit too much. I just wish he kind of let McKelty have her way with certain things without needing to give approval, and McKelty found it necessary that he gave approval, and it wouldn't have hurt to just let her go and let McKelty love what she loves and accept it and for him to give her confidence and say, however, whatever dress you want, however you want your hair, you're going to look beautiful. It's fine. This is your dream. You know, go with your sister, go with your friend, go with your moms and you, whatever you pick, I'm going to love it. I wish he could have done that. Me personally, I could never, ever, ever let my fiance pick my dress or how I do my hair on my wedding day. That's my choice. I don't mind if my fiance picked the food, the venue, the cake, the grooms and groomsmen's outfits, the DJs, but the bridal dress and hair, the things on my body, leave that sacred thing, you know, to the bride. Leave that sacred stuff to McKelty and love her as she is as she comes to the wedding. I just don't understand Tony's need to put his hand in that part of it. That does it for this bonus episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please like, tell me your insights in the comment box down below. You know I love to hear your thoughts. And subscribe if you don't mind. Friday or Saturday, I'll be putting out Season 1, Episode 7 of Sister Wives, titled Four Wives and Counting. That should be the wedding episode of Robin and Cody, if I'm not mistaken. It should be a good one. See you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.